Hello, and welcome to Regular Features. Before we go into that fun, tropical-sounding theme tune uh, this week, I just wanted to say hi, I'm Log, and I couldn't be on the episode this week because they wanted to do it on a Wednesday, knowing full well that I could only do Thursday. And that's fine, lads, I understand. You want to talk about how sexy I am, how... I just, what a commanding presence I am and how just general, what a general delight I am. And it'd be weird if I was there listening, making wet sounds with my mouth. But that's fine, because that means I get to tell you, the readers, about our very first feature about blimps. Written by blimps, for blimps, and about blimps. We're nearly at 500 episodes now, and it's it's coming up to 10 years, and we've barely even acknowledged the dirigible in the room. But tonight, we're going to put that right with some of the most painfully honest and insightful blimp content that'll make you look at those airborne bloaters with a fresh set of eyes. So get on board, and make sure you get into that little bit underneath the airbag, because that's where the humans go on a blimp. If you're not a human and are, in fact, a big cloud of helium, then you should really stop listening to this podcast and get into the goddamn airbag, because we're ready to fly to fucking Denmark! Regular, regular, regular features. Regular, regular, regular features. Regular, regular, regular features. Regular features of show. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that is exactly the same every single. Ooh, stop myself to burp. Week. <laughs> uh, it's hot. Oh, what a what a lovely intro there. Uh, and I've got to shoot off, so that's it's gonna have to go in. Uh, <laughs> like every week, my name is Gav Murphy, and I'm joined by Steve Hogarty and Joe Scrabbles. And do we have some features for you? Hi, I'm Steve, and this week I've got a podcast. I've got a feature all about Bill Gates. And if you could please get the food processor down from on top of the fridge, please. I'm very tiny and I'm going to make some soup. Strong words there. <laughs> <laughs> and well spoken. Uh, and uh, uh, good order. You put those words in a good order. I did. Yeah, we, you, you'll listen back. They'll all be in the right order once mm-hmm. I edit them. Joe? Yes? What have you got? I've got... The hidden story you didn't hear on the news about the world's biggest bike fuck-up and where we got next. Whoa. Exposés diri. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I like about it. Uh, and I, I mean, we have a sort of guest on the podcast, if you can call ripping a video from a seven-year-old prince's youtube channel getting a guest on we would um, and if and if you do we have what is a feature coming next let us see and now it's time for steve's regular feature steve's you are bill gates can you get the food processor down from on top of the fridge please <laughs> You are billionaire tech entrepreneur turned philanthropist Bill Gates, and I'm sorry to interrupt you during your important business, sir, but would you mind getting the food processor down from on top of the fridge, please? I'm only very small, and I cannot reach. Do you? A. Get the food processor down from on top of the fridge for me so I can make my soup. I've got all the vegetables ready, and I just need the food processor now. It's up there on top of the fridge, just out of reach. Or B, do not get the food processor down from on top of the fridge for me. 
which is also okay, because I'm sure you're probably very busy fixing malaria. I'm sorry I even asked. I can probably just cut the vegetables up really tiny and then hit them with a rolling pin for a while. Mm. Can I ask uh, who this is? <laughs> who, who I am? No, who Bill Gates? No, who's the? <laughs> we seem to we seem to be assuming a lot about this Bill Gates character. Uh, who's the tiny small person? Why did they? Who, it's me. I'm. It's me. I'm. I'm small. Oh, it's just I'm, you, Steve. Yeah, Steve. I'm small Steve. And it's the food processors on top of the fridge. Oh, yeah. Well, then okay. in that case, it's a straight A. Help get the food processor down yeah, for me. Of course, we're going to help. Yeah. Why would we not? You decide to help me get the food processor down from on top of the fridge. Wow, <laughs> you are so generous with your time. You are so very kind. I guess that's why they call you billionaire philanthropist. Bill Gates. They do call you that. <laughs> May I call you Bill? Do you? Ooh. Say. Yes, you may call me Bill. You can even call me your friend. Or do you be? Say. No. <laughs> you may only address me as Mr. Gates. And once I get this food processor down from on top of the fridge, I'm out of here. I hate you. You really took yourself by surprise with how forcefully yeah. your no was said. <laughs> you scared yourself. That's why you, you recoil. Kind of, you didn't know that kind of evil was already inside you. <laughs> Waiting to burst out. I'm recording in a new corner of the room and it's like two flat surfaces and it reverbed in a way that startled me. You're so method that you threw your own Bill Gates voice at yourself. <laughs> I've, like, I've been to your flat and I've... I've seen more of it, more angles of it on Zoom than I have in real life. <laughs> like, you always find a way of me going, where are you? And I've been there. I like to keep myself on my toes by mm. constantly destroying electronics, moving furniture, having leaks that ruin the carpet, <laughs> dragging sofas around. And mm. dropping soil in the top of an <laughs> Xbox One. soil in the top of an Xbox One. <laughs> How's that not been a fucking feature yet? Well, let's not go off on that tangent just yet. <laughs> uh, I didn't like how scared Steve looked at his own no, so yeah. I'd like to say, yes, you may call me Bill. It's got to be, it's got to be there. That is so kind, Mr. Bill Gates, sir. Thank you. Friendly Mr. Bill getting my food processor down from on top of the fridge. Who would have thought? Not me. Nope. If you had told me this morning that Bill Gates would be here in my kitchen, helping me out and palling around, I would have told you to scat. Um, <laughs> Mr. Bill Gates, sir, would you mind terribly if I could trouble you for a selfie photograph? I see oh. you're already climbing up the fridge to collect my food processor, but it wouldn't take a minute. It's for my Facebook account. <laughs> Do you? A. Agree to take a selfie with me even though you were right in the middle of getting the food processor and it was not a good time to ask. I'm so sorry, I just got excited. <laughs> or B, refuse to take a selfie with me and become so annoyed by my ceaseless demands that you stop reaching to the very back of the top of the fridge where the food processor is. And then you tell me you hate me and you leave forever. Oh my God. When was that, when was that last time you asked a celebrity for a, for a selfie? Oh, I was in a pub yesterday sitting next door to Mark Watson the comedian and uh i nearly asked for a selfie but then he was teaching his kid about football and it was very nice 
So Mark Watson's Welsh, isn't he? He better not have been supporting England. Was he supporting England? Uh, no, it was pre-match. This was let's in, can, this let's was cancel that motherfucker. This was mid-afternoon, <laughs> so it was okay. Uh, okay. But he was just Good. talking about football. He was really enthusing about Kylian Mbappe. Um, but uh, so I nearly I thought about it in that situation, but I opted against it. Is that a good answer to your question? <laughs> it actually is. Yeah. I thought I was really, really good. I, do, I, I can't remember it the last time I ever did that now. Because you're not meant to in work situations. Here. No. They tell you not to. I did it with Joe Cornish, but mostly because people have told me I sound like Joe Cornish for my whole life. Yeah. I once asked Roisin yeah, yeah. Murphy uh, for a selfie at a festival in Leeds and she told me to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> she really? Yeah, which made me respect her a lot more. Yeah, I really Aww. like that. That seems That's quite on good. brand for Rasheen Murphy as well. Yeah. Yeah. But she didn't say fuck off. She said not now, love, and just kept oh. walking. But well, that was as close to fuck off as you can get without actually telling someone to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, you read between the lines. Yeah. She she didn't tell you to fuck off just because she heard a tiny bit of an accent. She mm. was like, oh, I can't say it to him because he's <laughs> technically one of us. So, but you'll know. He'll know what this really means. You two, of um, course, got a selfie with Leonard Nimoy. We most certainly did. That's true. Yeah. Iceland's premier Star Trek actor. <laughs> <laughs> was, this, was that after he died? No, it was before he died. Okay. Mm. Right. Pre-death because Nimoy. You, because you then retweeted it when he, after he died. <laughs> I think you tweeted it out being like... <laughs> R.I.P. to a real one or something <laughs> like that. And it's just me and you and someone who looks a bit like Levin Nimoy in a gay club in Iceland at five in the morning. Uh, a Leonard Nimoy looking guy who kept petting us on the head. Yeah. <laughs> did he? I've not heard <laughs> yeah, that detail did, before. Yeah. In a yeah, nice it way. It was like... Yeah, was not an intrusive way. No. Uh, and then he died. <laughs> Real Nimoy, what? not that one. Well, yeah. Nice. Who knows? Well, you didn't there, kill him. Just no, clear that. I'm saying that. No one said that. <laughs> you implied <Are> it. <laughs> yeah, we definitely didn't. So. I'm hearing a lot of chatter oh, on no. the subreddit about how you uh, killed that uh, Nimoy guy. <laughs> uh, anyway, but uh, back to this adventure. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, would, what would Bill Gates do? Yeah. What would you do? You are Bill Gates. If I was Bill Gates, I would delete that last bit about us murdering that prick. <laughs> <laughs> um... Take the uh, selfie. Take the selfie. Come on. You've heard what How happens if you're is... Roisin Murphy and politely decline one. <laughs> you get told, yeah. you, everyone gets told that you said fuck off. Yeah, you get put on blast on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Thank you, Bill Gates. Uh, okay, where did I put my phone? It's around here somewhere. I was just using it to download an app. Oh, Bill Gates, watch out. The fridge is teetering dangerously. It looks like it could tip over at any moment. Please be careful. Do you, A, in an attempt to get the food processor down from on top of the fridge, accidentally cause the fridge to fall over, instantly crushing you to death? Or B, in an attempt to get the food processor down from on top of the fridge, accidentally cause the fridge to fall over, but before you are crushed to death, you whisper into my ear that you are my best friend? I mean... What's Gates got to lose? Just say yeah, it. Yeah, just give him a nice little out. Don't let this little fella in the kitchen <laughs> think think that he murdered you for nothing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's let's say B. Oh no, my best friend Bill Gates has been crushed <laughs> under a fridge. I can't believe this has happened. This is terrible. 
The food processor fell down too, but it's no use now because Mr. Bill Gates is dead. I was making the soup for him as a big surprise, and I never even got the chance to tell him. There's a knock at the door. It's Melinda Gates, and she's looking for her ex-husband. Oh, oh shit. God. If she finds out I asked Bill Gates to get the food processor down from on top of the fridge and it fell on him and he's dead, I'll really be in for it. Do you? A. Do, do you? You're dead, right? Why? That doesn't make sense. Oh, do I? Right. Do What do I do? <laughs> He's do really I? Mess- <laughs> this is such an avant-garde choose your own adventure. It's like, am I? <laughs> um, choose my own adventure. Why don't you, Joe? Can you ask Joe? You ask me what I would do. Yes. Okay. Steve, tiny Steve, would you a claim you just arrived home from the beach? and that you haven't seen Bill Gates, but she's free to walk into the kitchen with you now and see you react to something exactly like you're seeing it for the first time? Or would you B, say, wow, are you Melinda Gates out of the Blaminda Gates Foundation? <laughs> um, hmm. I think I would try and react with surprise that she's here at all. I would say B. Melinda Gates Foundation. Okay. Well, to that, Melinda Gates blushes and says, I think you mean the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, but yes, that's me. Have you seen my ex-husband? I thought I saw him come in here earlier. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I've never even met Bill Gates or know what one is. How long ago did you see him come in here? About as long as it takes to ask him to get a blender down from the top of a fridge. And then just as he's reaching up, the fridge falls over and kills him a go. (laughs) Food processor. Excuse me? He was getting a food processor down from the top of the fridge because I'm only little and I'm making soup. So he was here. Um, Yes, well, what I meant when I said I never met Bill Gates was that I'd never met a dead Bill Gates under my fridge. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm sure you won't mind me taking a look around your kitchen. Melinda Gates pushes past me and strides down the hallway towards my kitchen, where the Bill Gates under a fridge is. Any second now, she'll see her crushed ex-husband and probably shout at me real bad. I chase after her, but it's too late. Melinda Gates is in the kitchen and she's seen everything. The food processor? The fridge, the... Hold on. Where has Bill Gates gone? Did you... A. Use your incredible Bill Gates strength to silently extricate yourself from under the, under the fridge while I was talking to your ex-wife. Then, in your last act of selfless charity, climb out my window to spare me the reputational damage of having squashed Bill Gates under white goods. Or B... All of that, but you also left me a signed photograph of yourself where you call me your friend and say that you'll forgive me for the time when you were flattened by an appliance and that it actually wasn't my fault. I mean, I'm a sucker for a happy ending. Yeah, you didn't get a selfie, so he's given you a signed photo. That's second best. It's classy. That's classy. Uh, He's a class act. He's a class act. I like it when, uh, when people say that about celebrities. Yeah. Like, Ooh, that, that's classy. You don't fucking know what classy is. <laughs> Especially ones who have so recently been involved in extremely non-classy <laughs> newspaper reports. 
Uh, but like I did hear that um, he helped a woman get out of her car once and then paid for the tax. That's classic. That's classic. Class yeah, class 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 he's a classic. Class 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 it's a classic. Class yes, that is probably what happened to my old friend Bill Gates. Melinda Gates apologizes for taking up so much of my time and leaves me to collect my thoughts and erect my fridge. I touch the spots on the floor where you lay crushed just moments ago and I smile. Thank you, Bill Gates, for getting my food processor down from on top of the fridge. The end. What a lovely ending. Class I thought so too. He's a class. You're crying, Gav. It's it's hay fever season, (laughs) and I just like happiness. (laughs) I love fridges. (laughs) I love white goods. Thank you. Hello, it's me again. Log from Regular Features. That was a fine feature, a little bit lacking the interjections of a witty fat gay man, but it stood up. They can they can carry this podcast without me. I'm not needed. They've made that quite clear. But what I really want you to do is keep listening to regular features for an absolute first, a feature in, on, about, by, and for those hefty sky lozenges that are synonymous with Goodyear tyres, Nazis, and newsreaders being wildly unprofessional. When Herbert Morrison saw the Hindenburg go down and said, Oh, the humanity! He was letting himself down, and more importantly, he was letting blimps down. If I was Herbert Morrison that day, I would have said, Well, it certainly looks like the... What's it called again? Oh, the Hindenburg. Yeah, that's it. Well, it looks like the Hindenburg is very much having what you might like to call a small explode. I hope everyone in that little box where the humans go, hanging off the airbag, I hope they're all okay. I am being told that there's no way they are all okay and that they're all upset and dead. Well, well, I never. I'm certainly glad that I, Herbert Morrison, I'm not up on there and dead like those guys and gals. I'll stop talking now. I'm just extremely excited that this could be the feature that puts us on the blimp map. So, um, yep, there's only two features left, so there's a 50-50 chance that this next feature is going to be the blimp-filled jamboree that I and you, the readers, have all been waiting for. Players in with the bassoon, Captain Flatulent. Did you guys watch the football this week? Certainly yes. did. It's a lot of it. Yeah. A lot of it going on. Huge amounts of football uh, happening. Lots of sadness. I will miss it when it's gone. Because uh, <laughs> forever. <laughs> uh, did you watch the England game? Mm. Yes. Yeah, on yes. Tuesday evening. Uh, it was my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could not, um, fr- like from the point of view, from the fact that I like about nine England fans v- a lot. <laughs> One of them is here. Mm-hmm. One of them is living with you, Steve. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, there are some people who I genuinely love and for them, I want England to do well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the rest mm-hmm. of this what, can you call it a country? <laughs> can you even call it a nation Re- anymore? Rest of this disease of a fucking island <laughs> <laughs> that we call England. I'd just rather not get involved. Um, <laughs> Clearly. But, 
So I didn't I didn't watch it, but I did see that Prince which which is the bad one or which is the good one? <laughs> <laughs> Harry? No, Harry's the bad one. No, good, but Harry's we know yeah. Harry's the good American one. Harry's the American the good, one. The good American dressed up like a Nazi one. Like, yes yeah the, isn't that mad like that's that's the, the situation the we've got to it's like <laughs> he's the good one the nazi is the good one <laughs> um, but did you see the bad prince and his bad wife were at the game with their child um, yeah who's also a prince i don't fucking know how that works um <laughs> This, whatever. He's a prince of Cambridge. So like, well done. You just spill in a little bit of prince. So, oh, yeah. that's another fucking <laughs> prince, accidentally. What's his name? Prince... Uh, George? I, yeah, I, I think it is. I have a name in my head, and I've realised the only reason that name is in my head is because it's specifically related to your feature, which, you've to, which you messaged <laughs> us about earlier. Yeah. It's not called that. Um, yeah. Well, this is the thing. So I was watching just the highlights and stuff, and they kept cutting to this little these princes and their uh, the bad prince, his bad prince son, and his bad prince wife. And then I was like, who does who does that little kid look like? And it was doing my head in. And then it hit me. He looks exactly like Louis Anderson. Yeah. That's why I thought he was called Prince Louis. Prince Louis. <laughs> Which is also nearly, it's a young version of the monkey from the Jungle Book. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Louis origins. Um, but he does. He looks exactly like him. And before you people at home say, oh, no, you can't take the piss out of a child like that. Number one, Louis Anderson is an Emmy Award winning actor. Mm-hmm. And that little kid has done nothing. <laughs> So, if anything, I'm complimenting. He hasn't even him. got a fucking BAFTA. Yeah. <laughs> and that's his country. He could ask yeah. for one and get it. Exactly. Isn't it like a king's face? He probably knows the face on the BAFTA. He's probably his uncle or something. <laughs> Is the BAFTA a king's face? Is yeah. definitely a Google search. <laughs> um, but yeah, so one. I'm comparing him to an Emmy Award winning actor. Oh, what a shit Gav is. But also, number two, for people who say, oh, you can't take the piss out of a child of the realm. Well, yes, I fucking can. <laughs> because this is my podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want on it. Uh, thank you very much. Um, but he does look exactly like Louis Anderson because it made me laugh all day. Uh, and if you don't know who Louis Anderson is, just Google him. How did you guys come across... Louis Anson. Was it from the cartoon, Louis? I saw him first in Basket. Oh, did you? He's one of those people that uh, American comedians talk about a lot. And mm. I and I know he has... I, can't, I think I knew his voice before I knew what he looked like. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, um, yes, I watched Baskets. I was getting- I'm Louis Anderson. <laughs> As, as, no, that's, as that's the voice of all um, podcasters. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's the voice of every games podcast in America. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it looks exactly like him. Like it's uncanny. Um, and it's been making me laugh all day. But did you also see that people were kicking off at uh, Little Bad Prince because he wasn't singing the anthem <laughs> before? <laughs> Isn't that excellent? Imagine- like, how early that is to get the fucking tabloid ayer. <laughs> like, people were like, I can't believe that little sh- ungrateful little shit. It's not singing the anthem. Spitting on his great grandma. 
<laughs> yeah, because one, he's as he's banging out a tune about his nan. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, if there was a song, a famous song about my nan living forever. Yeah. I'd learn all the words and sing it as much as I could. Oh, so you're on their side, Steve. Yeah. Right. But yeah, that's the thing is like, I'm in two minds. One, he's seven, but I definitely knew the Welsh National Anthem when I was seven. But also, I think it's all right that people are kicking off at him because one, it's funny. <laughs> and two, like England technically own him. So they should have to do that kid should have to do whatever England wants him to do within reason. He should have to be a um, ball boy at least. Yeah. If we suit. want him to sing, it should, it's like, you know, when you're a kid and your mum be like, oh, do that song for your auntie that she loves. It should be like that, but it's him and he should have to sing whatever we say. Gav, um, what song did you have to sing for your auntie when you were little? Anything. Anything. <laughs> you're like a like a jukebox for her. Yeah. Well, no, because like they would ask you to sing your whatever school songs and stuff like that. Take me know? down like, to the river. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Do it with the big sing. mouth, Billy Bass. It's you were. It's three a.m. She's kicking your door in. Do Nutbush City Limits now. <laughs> Do the dance, Auntie. You're drunk. <laughs> Nutbush City Limits. <laughs> Like a little three-year-old <laughs> shit in my nappy singing Tina Turner. <laughs> um, but I did, I, I did actually really like people um, kicking off at him. But I did also think it was sad because, unlike fair play to him, did you see the um, video that he posted on his YouTube? No. What the he prince? Did- yeah, he's got like a he's YouTube channel. He's got a YouTube channel. channel. He doesn't know the YouTube National Anthem. Channel. He doesn't know the National Anthem, exactly. Right. I think he is clever, but he posted a video on his YouTube, which is like, I guess, apologizing for not singing. Um, did you watch it? No, he's in an it's apology in- video. It's incredible. And like, considering he's seven and doesn't know the words to a song that is about his nan, like, he comes across really well in this video. Hang on, I've got a little clip here. Okay. Let me get it up here over there. I'm Prince George of Cambridge. I just wanted to say I'm really sorry for not singing the Queen's Anthem at the football game. I am only seven years old, barely the size of four adult corgis stuck hind leg to snout on top of each other. Not that I've ever seen that done or that my grandma does it every weekend for a laugh. She, she doesn't do that. I made a severe lapse in judgment by not singing the Queen's Anthem. But in my defense, the Queen, my grandma, sings it all the time. So for me, it doesn't carry the same cultural significance as it does to the mutant racist England fans. <laughs> if I could go back to the night of the football game... I would do a lot of things differently, and I would sing the anthem. (laughs) I would. (laughs) That's one thing. (laughs) He's seven years old, all right? Okay. Give him a fucking break. He sounds like like the Joker. (laughs) (laughs) When, honestly, he's in tears doing this, Joe, Mm. and he's seven. No, you can hear it. He's he's a mature little fucker. You don't need the video to be able to tell that this is a deeply upset little boy. (laughs) Oh, no, I've rewound it by accident. 
I would do a lot of things differently, and I would sing the anthem. I would spit the anthem out with such venom that all the racists in the stadium would stand there going, yes, yes, he is our king. And they would lift me onto their shoulders and build me a giant human flesh mechazord, and I would get in the mechazord and score a goal. Then I would use my meat mech to fly to Germany and explode it. It's quite sweet in a way. Mm. Yeah, he doesn't understand the rules of football. Yeah, but his heart's in the He's right seven. place. Yeah. yeah, I don't understand the rules of football. <laughs> I'm 36. But that's the thing. I'm not under the same kind of scrutiny or spotlight as, uh, Prince, as the Prince of Cambridge. He goes on. There's a little bit more of it. For my fans defending my actions at the football game, please don't. I don't deserve to be defended. Because I am but a seven-year-old prince who momentarily lost control of their mouth and kept it shut when it should have been opened. <laughs> that is... He's seven, remember now. Mm. That is, yeah. He has Precocious. a grasp... He has a, a grasp on a situation that I didn't before watching this apology video. Um... This is the last bit now. And I will, if you haven't seen it, he is crying a lot. Like, he shouldn't be on camera because it's, <laughs> it's sad. I'm ashamed of myself. I am disappointed in myself. And I promise to be better. I will be better. On Saturday's game against the Ukraine, I will dislocate my little prince jaw so that my mouth flaps around my ankles and I will scream the anthem. The scream will be one of joy and of excitement and I will invite every fan in the Stadio Olimpico to walk inside my mouth and into my baby prince brain. <laughs> I love everyone. I believe in people. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Seven years old, that he is. Yeah, That's yeah. so cool. And to he, put himself out there like that, I think that is incredibly he brave. He knows the only way that a true Englishman will be satiated is by yeah. treading inside the brain of a young boy. <laughs> of the baby prince. <laughs> only then they will rest. <laughs> of the... <laughs> but that's the thing. In football, like, you know, you live and die when Saturday comes. And uh, hopefully when Saturday comes for the baby prince, he will be, he will be alive. Devastated as I am that that wasn't a feature about blimps, that does mean that with only three features and two down, I'm liking the odds that this next feature is definitely going to contain the long overdue Zeppelin content that I never knew I needed until today. I'd say that there was a blimp-shaped hole in my chest, but my best friend's mum told me that that's my lung. Please, let's all cram ourselves into a small wardrobe. And don't worry if you feel a hand on your ass. It's almost certainly mine. 
Now let's blimp it up to a suitable altitude and only come down when we want or need to. So without further ado, peel away from the peloton, issue a decree nice, I put your roller decks in the sink and roll up your foreskin like an iron dome. It's blimp time. Did you two see the crash? The crash? Oh, the bike crash. The Tour de France crash. The biggest Hello? crash that ever happened. Do you not see it, Gav? No. Spectacular. Oh, it's very funny, except for all the injuries. Apart from oh, the injuries. Oh, did a woman like have a f- sign <laughs> yes. or something like that, and uh, then it just <laughs> fucked loads of people up? A lady stood in the on the side of the road. Can I watch? Can I watch? Is it right to watch it Absolutely now? Absolutely, you can. Yeah, okay. Oh my god! It's just started with the aftermath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you stupid bastards! The, the fact, the huge, the sign is massive, and her grin is just as big as the sign. She's, She's so, so happy. happy to be doing it, and you see her face when she gets knocked by the first cyclist who acts as a domino, whose head then gets run over by. Fucks them all up, yeah. Uh, oh, you stupid bastard! It's like dozens of people. Do you know what that sign says? <gasps> Doesn't it say like "Hello, Mum and Dad" or something? <laughs> it says "Go, Grandma, Grandpa." <laughs> no, it doesn't. They're not even in the race. <laughs> yeah, it says "Ale Omi Opi," which is "Go, Grandma, Grandpa." <laughs> oh, which dear. didn't she really flee good. the country? Well. This is exactly oh my God, it, Stephen. This is incredible. You were um, still watching the pileup. Uh, continue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you if you haven't seen this video, if you want a sense of how bizarre it looks after dozens of cyclists have fallen over each other and driven over each other's bodies, yeah, uh, there was a man called Gilbert Versier who uh, is an orthopedic surgeon for the Tour de France but he previously served as a medical officer and a three-star general out of Iraq and Afghanistan. And he was quoted as saying, it looks like a war scene. The same chaos, the same moans, bodies everywhere and tangled machines. Oh my God. I just see, I've just seen overhead of the first one hit and yeah. he fucking gets spun. Oh, <gasps> you stupid, you stupid bastard. I love, and we'll cover this shortly, I love that you can see her looking yeah. at the devastation from a drone shot. Oh, She's, God. Um, if I was here, I would just kind of like slink off and be like, that, yeah. was, that was an all me, was it? Well, this is the thing. So right after this, the Tour de France immediately went, we're going to sue this woman. Uh, and uh, she had apparently fled the scene and the police told newspapers that she may now be untraceable, <laughs> which I loved. It's gone full Jason Bourne. She's gone underground. Uh, no. I also really love the fact that they're like, oh, yeah, we like, because she's, they're right. It's not like they can ban her from the Tour de France. Yeah. They just race on normal streets. Yeah. <laughs> she could <laughs> so just, like... she could have been legitimately carrying an, an Ale Omi OP sign yeah. and just got in the way. <laughs> she saw a chance with the TV show and she went, fuck it. Um, and she was surprised by the man. But yeah, that so. Is fucking brilliant. It's she, amazing. She would have had to have escaped through the fields. Like running through the fields, yeah. probably still taking her little sign with her as well, because it took would, her so long to make. Would she, Steve? Uh, because 
Well, I do want to caveat before I continue. This story yeah. has been updated in the last few hours and it is not reflected in my feature until the very end. Okay. And you may be able to tell where it turns into the real story. But oh, I ask it, you the question. But also, are you, yeah, but when you say it's been updated, it's like, because she's been kicked to death by Team Sky. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I mean, it's quite uh, insensitive, but we're going to push it on anyway. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I ask you the question, boys. How did this woman get away and become untraceable? Well, you will decide in my Choose Your Own Adventure. You are the lady who caused the Tour de France crash. Can you flee France? <laughs> oh, yes. I love this. <clears throat> you are Justine Bicyclette Smasher, and you just used your long sign to incur the wrath of France's biggest bevy of boys who like bikes, the Tour de France. It has been 20 seconds since you nudged the Team Jumbo Visma captain. That is a real name of a team. Tony Martin. And he fell over and got his head stuck in someone's spokes. And then everyone in the peloton started copying him and getting all fucked up. The last public look at you comes from a drone shot of the massive human mess you caused, providing a fleeting image of you just looking at it, completely still. You are completely still. Because you're contemplating your next move. As a professional assassin, you usually work best under, pr under pressure. But unfortunately, your recent decision to try and go carbon zero has, and you can't quite believe the irony of the statement that pops into your head, rather put a spoke in your wheels. <laughs> For a start, instead of using your normal big assassin's bazooka, which would cause loads of fumes, you opted to use a seven-foot piece of recycled cardboard to try and kill your target. Your target being the entire Tour de France peloton, because they make big automobile feel nervous. Not only did you fail to kill the whole peloton, but now you don't even have your getaway car, or your getaway motorbike, or your getaway chopper, or even your getaway blimp, because of your stupid commitment to green living. Grimly, you step onto your getaway skateboard and attempt to roll away from the Tour de France. Do you A, progress uphill, directly towards the nearest auto route, from which you can skate to Central Europe, or B, progress downhill, following the intended path of the Tour de France? Um, it's got to be a way... Uh, it's got to be uphill, isn't it? Because if you go down... Some of the people who didn't crash are already on their way. Um, and yeah. you want to go contra, contra flow to the uh, direction yeah. of the Tour de France because otherwise the, the other cyclists would catch up to you. They might try and slap you in the back of the head as they uh, pass you by. You guys yeah, are thinking like assassins. Of course, you've studied your best escape routes ahead of time, and this is the optimal one, a straight shot uphill to a major arterial road, and from there to one of your many safe houses across Central Europe. The only problem is that going uphill on a Tour de France route in Brittany on a skateboard is really hard, and you very quickly stop to catch your breath. That's when one of the fallen cyclists, probably Bradley Wiggins, if he still does it, says, That's her! You panic, slip, and suddenly you're rolling downhill at speed. The steep incline is not conducive to good skateboarding, and you're forced to haphazardly weave between legs, wheels, legs stuck in wheels, wheels stuck in legs, and Chris Hoy. Before long, you realise that your skateboard is reaching dangerously high speed, and your footwear is ill-equipped to stop it. 
you are, of course, still holding your big long sign so as to remove any evidence for your crime from the scene where the crime happened, leaving behind what you might call crime scene evidence. Suddenly, you realise that you can hold it lengthways and use the wind resistance to slow you down and regain control. You're a genius, Justine Bicyclette Smashere, you whisper into the wind at the exact moment that the selfsame wind flips the sign 90 degrees backwards, creating unexpected aerodynamism and you take off into the air like a fucking bird. Between your takeoff and the steep hill, you're soon 60 feet in the air. Do you? A. Track the course of your getaway skateboard and aim to land back on it with peerless precision. Or B. Attempt to continue and glide to safety like a fucking bird. It's a bird from me. I think, yeah, glide to safety like a bird. Mm -hmm. I think use the use the tools you've got at your, at your disposal. Mm -hmm. In also, she's what? doing incredibly. She's doing incredibly as well. She's done well. Uh, with us <laughs> at the helm. In an attempt to avoid the peloton, you continue to glide to safety. Sadly... It goes wrong almost immediately because you Fuck. spot an Intermarché supermarket to your left and you want to change your clothes and buy a big European yoghurt drink. You make the mistake of trying to turn left by pulling the whole left side of the cardboard down. You begin a sickening spiral, screaming, That's windsurfing, Justine! to yourself, only <laughs> recovering by punching the German word for grandpa multiple times until the cardboard flattens again and you write to yourself. That happens just in time for you to realise that you're now gliding directly into a cyclist having a long piss at the back of a shed. You collide with him knees first and he's knocked out against a brick wall. As he slips to the floor, you recognise him almost immediately as Julian Alaphilippe, who has just won stage one of the Tour de France because you made all his rivals fall over. His precision-engineered road bike stands propped up nearby, and you take your chance. Soon, you're back on the road, the wind in your hair, the sun in your eyes. You're free, and you'll be back again to finish the job on that peloton. That is, until you see the gendarme blockading the road ahead of you. Do you A. Ride the bike directly into a police car, using it to catapult yourself back onto the getaway skateboard, which you've just noticed is rolling slightly ahead of you? What luck! Or B, do you pretend you're just a casual bike rider having a nice ride after the Tour de France on an extremely expensive bike? <laughs> this is such a complicated situation unfolding before us with skateboards and yeah. bikes. I think it's mm. about time we went, we tried to blend in. Absolutely. We've, uh, we've got some distance. Uh, let's pretend that we're out on a little jolly bike ride. Okay. Love it. Nothing to do with anything. You approach whistling... Uh, the French national anthem. And <laughs> as you approach, the ranks of the gendarmes stiffen in their places. You're suddenly sure they've noticed your ruse. And you're even more sure as they all begin raising their arms en masse, which is a French term for when things happen en masse. <laughs> you resign yourself to your fate. Justine Bicyclette Smachère, shot to death by Cochon on the back roads of Brittany. How undignified. But, but the bullets never come. You ease open your eyes and see that they are saluting you. 
And then you realise, you, the lady from all the Tour de France videos on Twitter, were wearing a bright yellow coat, which is similar to a yellow jersey, which is what Tour de France winners like Julian Alaphilippe get to wear when they win. They think you're Julian Alaphilippe because no one cares what professional cyclists look like. (laughs) You cycle by going, Oui, oui, je suis Julien, bonjour, in a deep voice, much deeper than that, and ride far from the danger. Days later, the news is calling you untraceable as you've disappeared in the ether when actually you've participated in four more stages of the Tour de France under the name of Julien <laughs> Alaphilippe, achieving some respectable placings. You are a shadow, more smoke than human, an invisible woman in bright yellow. You are Justine Bicyclette Smasher, and you're the world's most environmentally conscious assassin, living under the noses of those who would seek you like a deadly broccoli. But later, you were arrested in the city of Brest and could face a 1,500 euro fine. Is that it? 1,500 euro? <laughs> yeah, after all this yeah, shit. I'd pay that I'd to yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a Groupon deal. It was. I cannot tell you. I've never been angrier at justice being done than today <laughs> when I was checking the facts on this and realised that the story had been updated with the untraceable woman being traced in the exact very place much. she had been several days earlier. <laughs> right. Traced <laughs> and then very mildly punished. Yeah. <laughs> and then being punished to the tune of what? Two next generation consoles. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea though. Like fifty, you know, like in that film Hostel, where mm. those rich people can pay to do stuff. I would pay fifteen hundred pound to fuck up the entire Tour de France <laughs> to have a meaningful amazing. difference mm. on the outcome of the Tour de France. <laughs> That'd be um, quite good. You might not know this. I don't know. Like because I only know. I I know very little about the foot tour unless a welsh person wins it as he did in 2018 garrett thomas i or someone does a lot of drugs Hmm. i don't really know week to week what is happening at the tour de france Hmm. so can they just you know she obviously causes massive smash up right can the people who are not involved in just ride on or is it there's that bad form Does everyone go right Everyone out of five they, until everyone is back up on their bikes I and then we'll go. Multiple people seemed, I don't understand the Tour de France and I couldn't mm. care less, but multiple people in that video <laughs> appeared to not give a shit. But Julien Alaphilippe, who is a real man who won that stage of the Tour de France, yeah. was involved in that crash and still won. That's how good Julian is, mate. Mm. There's footage of him on the floor, is there? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Maybe he lied. <laughs> Maybe oh, like he was one like... those people who claim they were in 9-11, but they weren't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tweet him and just go, fucking, it's a black mark on your wind, Julian. <laughs> Let me tell you. I saw you ramping over that pile of human bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I think he like saw, he knew it was happening, and then he kind of goes down and like, oh, no, I've fallen. He's fucking ready. As soon as <laughs> just like a wee, just wheelies up over the finish line. It was me. I was here all along. I won it fair and square as I did. It's French, is he? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, with roll up your foreskin. Um, well, when I read that out 
loud. It's out of a really vivid memory of my granddad, and I want to talk about that instead of blimps. My granddad, oh, he wasn't like an emotionally accessible man. He made me watch Carmen the Opera, and he told me that I wasn't allowed to swear in front of him. I mean, that's that's all he was to me, and I can only assume that's all he was to everyone else he knew either. Just a man that goes around making you watch Carmen the Opera and telling you off for swearing. But one day, out of character and out of nowhere, he, he said, You will remember to wash under your foreskin. And I have no idea what made him say that, whether it was something in his own past, some personal foreskin trauma, or perhaps, and this is a possible, that perhaps my dick was stinking out his house. It was a long time ago, he's dead now, it's a cold case. You can't solve it, don't try. But I was so shocked by him saying something that was clearly intimate that I forgot to ask him what he meant and what a foreskin actually was. And it wasn't until several years later when I had to get treated for non-specific urethritis from having so many old wanks stored in my foreskin that I thought back to him saying that and thinking, you were right, old man, I should have listened to you or at least looked up the words you said to me in the dictionary. So I guess if there's a story to learn from this story, if there's something you can use to improve your life, it's that if an old man tells you to clean under your foreskin, you grab his hands and you make him show you how. Regular features, regular features, regular features now. <laughs> That's awful. Uh, you mentioned a blimp, Joe. I saw the Goodyear blimp today floating past my flat i only included the blimp because of your tweet about the goodyear blimp are you for serious it was was a steve reference designed to make you talk about goodyear um that's genuinely exciting i've never seen a blimp in real life everyone on my building chat when i posted a picture of the blimp two people said they'd never seen a blimp before and then i started wondering have i ever seen a blimp before and i had yeah this is the second time i've seen a blimp there are only five Goodyear well, blimps in the world. And one of them's here. Shut up. Yeah. My birthday shares the date of the Hindenburg disaster. And Ooh, I feel very spiritually connected are. to blimps exploding. <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted at the Goodyear blimp. It has a Twitter account. Um, I Good tweeted a picture of the Goodyear blimp at them and saying, is this you? <laughs> <laughs> and they replied and said, yes. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> Is this you? <laughs> was yeah, was this you? Was, was this you? Steve, may you never have better things to do in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Their reply is fantastic. Can confirm. <laughs> and then the green tick emoji. That's fan that is brilliant. Like you thought it might be identity theft. <laughs> was this I'm, you? I really enjoy that. All three of us have got more followers than that fucking loser Goodyear blimp. <laughs> <laughs> fucking what? Absolute pretender. Yeah, it was atting all of the buildings it was flying over as it went, which I thought came across as needy for a blimp. That's, that's needy as fuck. Absolute beg friend blimp. That is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, he's going past a London Eye. I spy on the London Eye, something beginning with B, and it's the beast is blimp. <laughs> It'd be really funny if another blimp just came out to steal the Goodyear blimp's thunder. Oh, yeah. What? Why 
do I know the Goodyear blimp? But I <laughs> until now I didn't know what it was. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know what Goodyear was. What do you mean you know the Goodyear blimp, but you don't know what it is? As in, like I don't know what, what's Goodyear. Is it tires or something? Yeah. Yeah. Well, why then? Why? Why? Why are they in blimp form? I don't know. Is it made of rubber? I feel like the Goodyear blimp. I feel like Goodyear should make more blimps. Like they should sell blimps because people know them more for blimps than tires. That's true. But I don't think the blimp market is booming right now. You don't know that. You haven't done any research into that. There are five Goodyear blimps, and there have only been five Goodyear blimps since like 1950. Yeah, but you're tweeting them, mate. That's you're true. you're getting in on the blimp yeah. game. Some pe- some of these tweets are fucking so sad. Like genuine. Like I feel sorry for this fucking bit of rubber. What the blimp, the blimp tweets? Yeah, it's so sad. Good to see you at London Gherkin from one blimp-shaped object to another. <laughs> you fucking loser. This blimp, this blimp's a fucking dork. I'm, I don't know who this guy is, but there's a guy here saying, uh, fun fact, the new Goodyear blimps aren't blimps at all. They're semi-rigid Zeppelin NT airships. You're like, who said that? Who? Who's taking the fun out of blimps? Come on. Fucking up the blimps for us all. There's so many news stories about the Goodyear blimp. Goodyear blimp to fly over Hastings. Goodyear blimp approaching London. Like it's like it's gonna do something awful. It's fucking Godzilla. (laughs) Goodyear blimps UK visit postponed. Bad news for blimpies. Goodyear blimp fights King Kong in Leicester Square. People are so ready for the fucking Goodyear blimp to get here. Was that the Goodyear blimp in Bethalto? (laughs) Says the St. Louis regional newspaper. The Goodyear blimp is one, is any one of a fleet of airships uh, of dirigibles operated by the Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company, used mainly for advertising purposes and capturing aerial views of live sport and events for television. Plus being an absolute fucking beg friend on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Goodyear blimp 2021 schedule. An icon is back. Fucking hell. It's like that's like one of those fucking pictures you'd get at the bottom of another news story that says these twins died or whatever it is. <laughs> you won't believe what the good if Blimp looks like now. It's, He's a wreck. It's a Zeppelin NT airship. <laughs> Surprise, it was an airship all along. You guys are talking like you haven't seen the blimp. If you had seen the blimp, I think you'd be a little bit more respectful of the Goodyear yeah, blimp. True. It was like seeing God <laughs> sailing across my balcony. Blimps are just cooler than planes. That is true. Yeah, absolutely. And there's nothing incorrect about what I've just said. <laughs> That's how I put it. It's like a slow plane that can get blown around a bit. Or it's like a hot air balloon that grew some balls. That is it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. If you like the podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out by supporting us. You can pledge an amount of your choosing per episode. How about a pound? How about a two pound? How about a three pound? And guess what you get in return for your generous donation? We will 
bestow upon thee your very own a B name. Joe, Gav, could you please give B names to the following new patrons? Mm. Yes. Ben Williams. Uh, I can only think of blimps. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Something a bit different. Blimp names. Oh, Blimp names. These people are going to be so upset. <laughs> <laughs> Blimp day. Blimp names. Shame. Ben Williams. Blimp Williams. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Please give a blimp name to Thomas Pickford. Can one of them sound like Hindenburg? <laughs> Is there a patron that sounds like Hindenburg or Zeppelin? Uh, Thomas Pickford, dirigible Goodyear. <laughs> Next. And finally, please give a blimp name to Jim Dirigible. <laughs> no. <laughs> to, um, please give a blimp name to Heedy. Heedy? Six, five E's. God, that would have made a great B name. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's blimp names this week. Shit. Sorry, Heedy. Hindenburg going down. That's the <laughs> that's the noise that it makes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the humanity. That's her name. God, blimps are cool, aren't they? Blimps are yeah, I've come right round on blimps awesome. now, actually. Yeah. Hey, if you'd like your it. very own B name, I'm sorry that blimps were one off. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. We're back to bees next month. I know. So I've really got to cut in here because I've just typed in the word blimp on Google and it's come up with some suggestions. It says blimp, blimp Goodyear, and blimp pilot salary. (laughs) (laughs) Steve earlier, that was. Someone's just on like (laughs) indeed.com scrolling through job listings. Blimp pilots can expect to start somewhere around $25,000 a year, but an experienced blimp pilot can earn more like $70,000 a year. 25 grand. Mm -hmm. That's it. Dollars as well. I feel like they're not taking they're not gonna be taking it seriously enough for twenty five grand. There's only gotta be like forty blimp pilots in the entire world. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine if you that how do you train like, to fly a blimp? Did you use like simulators? Is it harder than a plane? I'm gonna say yeah. Harder than I think the, it is harder than a plane. No, don't be silly. <laughs> well with a plane you just point it where you want it to go and then you press your foot down on the accelerator and it zips off in that direction with a blimp <laughs> it's like flying a kite yeah but with a blimp when you want to land it you just put a pin in the side and it goes <laughs> and then you get down whereas a plane you've got to do real work it's not how blimps work joe and you know it I don't know. Guess. there's a video from 2015 and i love just how uh how, how to it i get paid to be a blimp pilot <laughs> <laughs> What a show off. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't, tr- I barely trust him for 25 grand. I wouldn't trust him if you were doing it for free. Yeah. I'd be like, he want, only wants to do it so he can fly it into an orphanage. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> this is how much we love blimps now, is that we've interrupted yeah. B names twice for blimps. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. 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 Wow. Wow. Well, that's it for blimps. That's it for us. That's everything we've got to give you. We've got nothing left. We are like a deflated Hindenburg, mm-hmm. collapsing in on ourselves. But we'll be back, unlike the Hindenburg, next week with another episode of the Regular Features Podcast. Good night. Bye. Kiss. Regular Features. <laughs>